0: Greetings and welcome. It is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you getting underway on this Mardi Gras program. The day before Lent begins, the beautiful holy season of Lent in the church for Christians around the world. I am Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Georgiani and you, the show team, is Matt Gabensky on the phones, Ace McKay, producer. Michael McCall is on social media. And Debbie, here we go.
1: I'm ready for Lent. I've been praying about it for several days now. I'm ready. This is the, we're, we're titling the show Feast. Bef- uh, feast before the fast. So, Shrove Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, whatever you want to call it. It's the day before Lent begins, a wonderful deep season in our church. And also, it is Valentine's Day tomorrow, so a lot of uh, couples are going out tonight to celebrate Valentine's Day. And so, we hope you have a beautiful celebration. But let's talk about it. Are you ready for Lent? Are you prepared for Lent? Do you want to go? deep with God. You want to get really tight with God. Let's go, you guys. We need the Take Two family. Show up strong. Let's talk about Lent. Let's really make this a life-changing program at 833-288-3986.
0: Yeah, you are the ones who drive the show with your takes, your wisdom, your insights, your lived experiences. Feel free to share one of yours right now at 833-288- Three nine eight six. Are you ready to uh, plunge into the season of Lent in full force? Has it come? Maybe it snuck up on you like it does sometimes. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been looking forward to this Lent for quite a Me while too. myself. And mm-hmm. we'd also love to hear about you know, with with Valentine's Day being tomorrow, are you doing something today with that special someone in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, it's Fat Tuesday. Do you do anything? On Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, go out to a party or something? Do you wear the beads? Do you wear the colors? Do you get a king cake? What is Mardi Gras? What what shape does Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday take in your life as we kind of have that one last little, I guess they call it kind of a fling, you know, a a joyous, joy-filled day and partying and so forth before we head into Lent? 833 833-288-3986.
1: So Shrove Tuesday, the meaning behind it is all about going to confession. So how many of you are going to confession today? I am. I'm going at five o'clock tonight. I can't wait. I, I, so that is what it's all about. Are you ready to go to confession? Did you do an examination of conscience? Are you ready to just, like Jerry said, just take on Lent in a really big way? So come on, maybe, you, maybe you're thinking to yourself at, right now as you're listening to us, you're thinking, what are they talking about? Like, what, what what really is the big deal? Well, call in and let's talk about it. You'll see what we're talking about. Come on, you guys, fill up those phone lines. Let's go. Don't wait any longer. Don't wait till the end of the show. We don't like leaving anybody on the line when the show closes. 833-288-3986. We need the Take Two family to really talk about Lent and shout it out to the entire world can you tell Jerry I've taken on a whole new mm-hmm. outlook disposition attitude you know how I don't like Lent okay I really don't because it's so heavy and it comes with a lot of suffering and crosses and everything okay but I'm taking it on this year and I'm super excited
2: mm-hmm. I
1: just decided
0: well you know I have some friends that's really kind of interesting they they Kind of live Lent all throughout the year, and then when Lent comes around, God seems to lavish blessings upon them. It's really kind of funny. So maybe you, uh, maybe that happens to you. Maybe Lent, uh, you experience a longer Lent or at other periods of t- of, of during the the, this, the uh, liturgical year. Um, obviously, we're called to die to ourselves at all times, carrying our cross and so forth. We're going to hear a lot of those readings about death to self, carrying our cross to be Jesus' disciple, putting to death the deeds of the flesh that Saint Paul talks about. But today is Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday, so as you get ready to head into Lent, are you doing anything special today, maybe going to confession like Debbie said? Um, does your family have anything that you like to do, gathering together, maybe um, uh, kind of amp up that prayer time, make sure you spend family time in prayer during the season of Lent. And you don't have to get, you know, specifically detailed, but are you are you, are you, you choosing disciplines and practices for Lent that you can maintain on a lifelong basis? They need to be lifelong and life-changing. We don't necessarily want to put them on a shelf and, and let them get dusty after the season of Lent is complete. So, you can come at this from a lot of different angles today, but you are the one who inspires, you edify, you teach, and from what you share, we all grow together. 833-288-EWTN, 833 288 Three nine eight
1: six. Jerry, uh, Matt Kabinsky sent over a note about why they called it Fat Tuesdays. Maybe you can share that. But before you do, Jerry, I wanted just to share that we've got a lot of folks listening. I mean, watching on YouTube and Facebook. I'm looking at the the uh, the broadcast right now on YouTube. Hi, you guys. We love the Take Two family. You guys are awesome. Yeah, thank you for the nice compliment. Yes, yeah, this is my new hat. This is my workout hat, Jerry. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, because. It's kind of hard to go to the gym and, I don't know, just when you wear a hat, it's easier. What do you think?
0: (laughs) I guess so, yeah.
1: Yeah, it just, uh, does anyone else do that? Do you guys wear hats when you go to the gym? I see a lot of people wear hats, but I've been going to the gym a lot lately. That's part of my Lenten routine, which I'm very excited about. So have I told you lately how I'm going to really take on Lent? Are you, dear listeners, are you take two family? Here goes the phone lines. That's the way to do it. Come on, you guys. 833-288. 3986 and jerry always waits for me to say this so i'm going to say it you don't have to be catholic to call in if you're listening you hear the sound of our voices you are part of the take two family this is your show so let's talk about what you're going to do for lent why don't you declare it to the world i think it's a great thing to declare
0: well, there are other ways you can get a hold of us as well. Email is open twenty-four seven at take two at ewtn.com. So is the show website, take two show.com. And Debbie just acknowledged our beautiful folks watching the video streams on Facebook or YouTube. You can hit up uh, hit us up with a chat right there. Michael McCall will get those over to us. Let us know how you're going into Lent. Do you feel strong? You know, are you still kind of scrambling to put together sort of a, a Lenten way of life, a pattern of life? How do you teach your kids? kids the the season of Lent. It's it's so often about, you know, you're going to give up chocolate or give up coffee or things like that. And those are all really beautiful. And a lot of times, you know, for kids that can be the best way for them to experience Lent is maybe give up playing a video game, play fewer video games, less, less time on phones, cell phones and Mm -hmm. gadgets and things like that. Mm -hmm. So what do you do as a family to grow together, to to die to ourselves? That's what the season of Lent Mm -hmm. is about. It's teaching us how to die to ourselves so that we can live eternally with God. So how do you do that with your kids as a family? Love to hear that. And you will give ideas to a lot of other families of parents who are listening right now. 833-288-3986 is the phone number to call. We have a couple of phone lines open right now. And we were talking about this uh, this topic on the day before uh, Lent starts here in 2024. Seems like it was just Christmas and now it's time for Lent. 833 288 Three nine eight six. Join us with your lived experiences on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Looking forward to hearing from you. We're talking about feasting before the fast today here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And you remember, it is your show, your takes drive the program and we all learn and grow a little bit closer to God, as Debbie likes to say. So what are your Lenten plans? What are your plans for today? Anything in particular to kind of give yourself a, you know, a little bit of a, of a treat or a favor or a, a feast before you head into the Lenten season and start fasting tomorrow? 833 288 3986 is the number. And you can grow closer to the Lord in many ways during Lent. And one of the most beautiful ways is by uh, getting uh, Father Joseph's weekly Lenten meditations. You know, Lent is an opportunity to reflect, pray, and become detached from the things of this world. And Father Joseph has prepared a series of Lenten meditations to guide you during this solemn season. You can sign up today at EWTN.com. Click on Seasons and Feast Days seasons and feast days at ewtn.com to get father joseph's weekly lenten meditations.
1: Okay, so I know somebody that stood in a 70 minute confession line to go to confession mm, wow. for lent. 70 minutes. Are there are there long uh, confession lines at your church? Can you tell us about it? Because that's a that's a good thing. That means people are really doing an, an examination of conscience, wanting to get closer to God, wanting to get rid of those habitual sins, and really. Um Walk in line with God and 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 really be in in His will and in His favor. I think that's wonderful. Seventy minutes though. I that that person, if you're listening right now, you should get a you should get some kind of virtual award. I think that's pretty amazing. Um, but are you gonna? Are you planning on going to confession today? Could you share with us? Could you talk about the sacrament of reconciliation? What are you doing be, uh, to feast before the fast? Are you doing a Valentine's dinner tonight? Are you celebrating Mardi Gras and Matt Gabinski, Uh, shared this comment did you all mention that originally the fat in fat tuesday referred to the fact that people use this as the chance to get rid of their flour sugar and fat before the big fast started Wow, I love history lessons on how things came to be, like Shrove Tuesday, meaning absolution and, you know, confession. I love that. Um, It's very interesting, folks. So can you kind of tell us what you feel about the season of Lent? Could you call in right now? You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We really want to hear from you. What are your thoughts about Lent right now? 833-288-3986. And if you're part of the Lunch Bunch, stop eating your lunch and make that call 8332883986
0: Well, it's interesting. We, when we do this show each year, um, we hear from a lot of you about really some unique and creative things that you plan to do during Lent. And if you have come up with something for this year, you can really, you know, kind of light a spark in your fellow Take Two family members because it really can be, especially the older you get. I'll say that only for myself, Debbie. Um, As you go, the years go on. You know, you've you've done a lot of Lenten disciplines and practices, and Mm -hmm. you think, well, I want to do something different different or unique this year, something I haven't done before. And it's not always the easiest thing to come up with something. So if you have something that you do during Lent or maybe to prepare for Lent or maybe to go out, uh, you know, in a, in a, on a fun, beautiful, joyous way today on, on this Fat Tuesday, um, call in and share those because people are always looking for new ideas, new uh, new ways to enter more deeply into the seasons of the year. And I'd love to hear your experience from past Lents as well. Are there Have, been there, Lent, have there been Lents in the past? where you have, you, have, you have taken on certain disciplines or practices, maybe more prayer time, more adoration, uh, less gossiping, um, giving more effort at your job, things like this that you have, you, that you have maintained throughout the course of your life, which right. is a very beautiful and noble thing. So we would love to hear about those things as well, because you are the ones who edify with your takes at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six.
1: Okay, so we need to wave to Dave on YouTube, and Dave says, "From the suggestion of a deacon, I stopped adding sweetener into my coffee and tea. It's a daily offering to God, but I still wonder what other significant thing I should do." That's a beautiful thing to do, as a part of of um, giving that. Um, you know, doing that fasting, that sacrificial means in order to, to repair and to win favor with God and to heal things. I think that's beautiful, Dave. Here's something that I want to challenge all of the, the take two listeners to do. Okay. You ready for this, Jerry? I got to do a virtual Mm -hmm. drum roll here. Um, maybe think about this, put down your gadgets Less screen time, less watching that that, those comedies and all those you know shows and series on TV or streaming, and just listen to EWTN Television and Catholic Radio. What do you say, Jer?
0: I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. I love it. Yeah,
1: wouldn't that be wonderful after after forty you know give or take days, and after just listening to Catholic media, it's got to enhance your spiritual life.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, more of God can always be a good thing.
1: I know. I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about that. Can you tell?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the first time, the first year, Jerry. I'm so proud of myself. Because really? Honestly, first time you've
0: been this excited about it?
1: Yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting a lot of calls now. Look at everybody go. Okay, there's two open phone lines. That's it. So if you feel prompted by the Spirit, now is the time to call in. Tell us about Lent. What are your thoughts? What are you giving up? How do you feel about Lent? Do you dread Lent? Do you look forward to Lent? Do you like to go deep with God? Come on, you guys, let's go. Fill those last two phone lines. We want to hear from you because we're interested, because we are family. 833 288 3986.
0: Okay, John is in western New York. We'll start with John listening on the Station of the Cross. Hello, John.
3: Hello, Jerry. Hello, Debbie. How are you guys? Hi, John. So, um, earlier this morning, my son calls me from uh, his college. He goes to a private Christian college. It's not Catholic, but it's the best we could do. We're Catholic, and he texted me and asked if... uh, He said they're distributing ashes in their chapel, and he wanted to know if it was okay if he got them, or does he need to go find a church in the town of his college? I said, well, I don't know. And just as soon as uh, I was saying that, your show came on, and I thought, well, that's an appropriate question for today. What do you guys think? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first?
0: So the question is can he go to a, a non-Catholic service and receive ashes? Is that what you're the, the core of it
1: John?
3: Well, I don't know. It, he, he just said ashes and I know we shouldn't go to non-Catholic uh, functions for our um holy days. I don't know if it's just ashes. I would probably would have told him no if it's a service, but if it's just ashes, I don't know if it makes a difference. That's why I'm calling yeah, the
0: experts. Yeah, this is it's not a sacrament, so you know there's no concern there about um, you know catholic versus non catholic you know ceremony or celebration or service or what have you i mean the the whole thing about ashes is and there are a lot of ca- non catholics who go to catholic churches
1: a- anyone can on receive Ash ashes wednesday yeah mm-hmm. anybody
0: can receive the ashes mm-hmm. and really uh, you know the church has just long used ashes as an outward sign of uh, grief humility mourning penance morality right. it's these kinds of things we see john all through the old testament how you know the, the some of the leaders at times they would put on sackcloth and sit in ashes Mm-hmm. And it's just a way of of showing remorse and, and, and you know yeah morta- more, more, mortality mortality mm-hmm. but also just showing sorrow and remorse and, and repentance before God so I I wouldn't see any problem I don't know Debbie I, I don't know what you think but I wouldn't see a problem getting ashes in just about any type of setting, because it really is, uh, you know, it's, it's it's taking on that spirit of Lent, which we all try and do at the beginning of Lent with the ashes.
1: Yeah, I would agree with Jerry, John, and I was in religious education for many years, over 25 years, and we used to get this question all the time. So here's here's how I would personally answer it. If your son can get to a Catholic church and go to Mass and actually receive the Eucharist, it's not a holy day of obligation, and actually get, and get the ashes and receive the Eucharist. That would be best for him as a Catholic Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But if this is just a, um, a dispensing of ashes at a chapel or something, and that's the only place he can go because that's the environment that he's in at the college, I would say there's there's no harm to that whatsoever because ashes are, are given all across. I mean, even agnostics, atheists can receive ashes. It's one of those things that, that can be dispensed everywhere. So that's how I would always answer it. I always, I always share with Catholic Christians, if you can get to a Catholic church first, get there. If if you cannot, um, then then uh, participate as best you can without um, compromising your Catholic beliefs by receiving what what they what they believe in. So if it's an actual some, somehow church service where there's some kind of communion service, I would I would definitely um, share with him the the. Um, the problems with that as a Catholic Christian. But if it's just dispensing of ashes, I don't see an issue with it. But if there's any priests or deacons that are listening, please weigh in on this. What do you say, John?
3: Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but I just wanted to be sure, I don't want to steer him wrong, and he's very devout for a 21-year-old, so I, I want to keep him on that path. Sure. So I'll tell him, uh, if he can find a local church in, in the community— you know, to try to, and if not, then just to receive the ashes is okay, but
0: that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And congratulations, John, the fact that he's 21 and still very Mm -hmm. devout, that is a testimony to the way he's been raised. So congratulations to you as parents, and we'll be uh, definitely praying for him to stay on that beautiful, Mm -hmm. wonderful path that you've got him him started out on there, John. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Um, John.
0: Yeah. Great call. Great first call the, today. The
1: one thing that I would say, though, is I know, you know, they call them. <laughs> it's terrible, but they we they, they used to call us, uh, call the Catholics A&P Catholics, Ashes and Palms, because Catholics would come out for Ashes and Palms, right, or or Eastern Christmas Catholics, right? And they, they you know, they'd always chuckle, you know, kind of say, oh, look, look, here come those that are coming for Ashes. But, you know, it's not a holy day of obligation. The one thing I would say, though, is. If you are Catholic, please try to get to Mass on Ash Wednesday and start Lent properly by receiving Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Please do that. Don't don't cheat yourself out of that experience to start Lent and just go to when there's a, 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 a um, an Ash Wednesday service where they're just dispensing the ashes. I know it's quick, and I know everybody's. It's the middle of the week, and people have to work. But if you can get to Mass, it I just believe it's so much better spiritually. What do you say, Jer?
0: Well, I agree completely, and I would just encourage people like like Debbie just did, you know, go to mass. But, you know, if you are someone who goes to goes to mass maybe on Christmas and Easter and you just go to get ashes on Ash Wednesday, it's time to go deeper, it's time to get more serious about your spiritual life because those are beautiful things to go on Christmas and Easter and to get ashes on Ash Wednesday, but if you're a baptized Catholic and you are missing mass at other times during the year, most of the rest of the year, um, you're objectively, anyway, in a state of mortal sin. And so, um, yeah, I think, you know, we really need to take our faith life seriously. I think especially with with the way the world is going right now, the direction of the world, a lot of problems in the church, it is really time for us to, you know, to really, you know, get on our knees and, and go deeper in our relationship with the Lord. And I think we are on the doorstep of that right now, Debbie, with another season of Lent starting tomorrow. So let's mm-hmm. let's all together really make this a, 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 a the best Lent ever. Why don't we do Amen. that? Amen.
1: I love that. Alicia is up next in Ohio on Annunciation Radio. Hi, Alicia. Thanks for waiting and welcome.
4: Hi.
0: Hi, Alicia. What would you like to share?
1: Um, my husband and I decided we we try
4: and do something special during Lent, and he had actually picked up the thirty three days. Um, let me read it. Thirty three days of Eucharistic Glory consecration. So we're going to do that. Um, for like you had asked if there was anything special that, mm-hmm. and we're going to try and do that together as a couple, make it kind of like an an everyday uh, devotion.
0: Okay, can you tell us a little bit about that? And what what that devotion is, and and who puts that out? Alicia
4: uh, Matthew Kelly does. Um okay. it's it's a book, and there's also it looks like there's some YouTube videos that you can follow each day, and I don't know too much about it other than the book is at home, you know, and we we, we're, we talked about it again last night, like when we wanted to start it, and it's 33 days, so we're going to try and start it so that we end it on Palm Sunday.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, actually I just as you were talking, I looked it up. It is yeah, uh, like you said, from, from Matthew Kelly, mm-hmm. dynamiccatholic.com and mm-hmm. just says on the website there, the first ever guide to Eucharistic consecration. That's kind of surprising, mm-hmm. it's the first ever. Um, and it says, this isn't just another book, it's an invitation to a Participate in a sacred journey, a spiritual pilgrimage. It Mm -hmm. says prepare for an explosion of grace in your life. Be one of the first people in history to go on this journey. Heaven and earth meet in the Eucharist. So you will find that at dynamic.com. Catholic.com. You, you're I, nodding like you've seen it, Debbie. You, well, you...
1: Yeah, I I have come across it, and I will tell you, Alicia, I'm so glad you shared it with all the Take-Two family. That is wonderful. That is it's just so amazing. That's why we do these programs. Thank you so very much, and I want you to ha- you and your husband to have that explosion of graces and, and that infusion. I love it. What an amazing journey you're going to be on during Lent. Yeah, we're
4: excited. We're excited. We, we um, are going to attend the Eucharistic Revival in Indianapolis in July. Right. So I think this is just kind of a way to help help prepare us to, to take that in and 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 just be a, a very, you know, in the moment part of that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well remember blessed Carlo Acutis, the young the young millennial who's on his way to full canonization always said that the Eucharist was his highway to heaven. Don't you just love that concept, Alicia? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Well, you're on that highway. I love it.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Alicia, for uh, bringing our attention to that beautiful consecration of the Eucharist put together by Matthew Kelly and Dynamic Catholic. And um, I'm sure you're going to have a great time at the Eucharistic Congress. It's only the 10th National Eucharistic Congress in mm-hmm. the U.S. history. It's July 17th through the 21st in Indianapolis. And mm-hmm. I just am praying, Debbie, I know you are too, and I urge the Take-Two family, let's be praying for an unprecedented outpouring of grace on our nation through the Most Blessed Sacrament. We've got the pilgrimages going from the kind of the four corners of, of our country. All They're all going to converge on Indianapolis. And let's really make the Eucharist, let's become more and more a Eucharistic people every day.
1: Yeah. Are you going? to
0: it i am not able to go we have a group a great group going from our parish
1: oh you do so Mm -hmm. they're all going together oh that's wonderful Mm -hmm. i've got i've got to check with our diocese of phoenix i'm not sure what we're doing so maybe you could tell us about that Are, are your groups getting together your parish let us know this is our we're take two family we want to know all the details when we come back more of feast before the fast here on take two join us
0: Bernadette, and then we've got Glenda and Jan and others on the line here today talking about feasting before the fast. Anything you do in particular on this Fat Tuesday, the day before Lent, or things that you incorporate into your lives as uh, we head into the season of Lent. 833. 288-3986. Grab that open phone line. And we also want to congratulate another member of the EWTN radio family. It's Athens Catholic Radio, 105.7 in Athens, Georgia. They have been with EWTN Radio for seven years this week. So congratulations to George Segalis and the great folks at WXPB from all of your friends here at EWTN.
1: Seven years. That's amazing. Congratulations, you guys. I wanted to share Joe on YouTube. We're waving to you, Joe. Joe wanted to add his dad's name into the prayer book. I just put Raul into the prayer book. He's 95 years old. He's going to a doctor's appointment today. We will pray for your dad, Joe. So be assured of our prayers. Thank you so much for trusting us with that. We believe in the power of prayer. Bernadette, uh, we're going to you next in Northwest Ohio on Annunciation Radio. Hi, Bernadette. Hello, how are you? Great, how are you?
5: I'm
6: awesome. And I just have to say, I'm a male carrier, and I listen to you daily, and I love
1: your show. Oh, Bernadette, we love you back. Thank you.
6: And I want to say that when I'm traveling on the road, There's a lot
5: of road rage and anger.
6: And this year, instead of giving something up, instead of praying more, I'm going to wave at everyone, be more kind, smile extra hard, extra long, extra special when I deliver their packages. And I just decided that a couple minutes ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's beautiful, Bernadette, because I don't need to tell you, you have a fertile... Uh, landscape to be able to do that the number of people that you must come in contact with on a daily weekly monthly annual basis Um, and you know what do they they say you know uh, just a smile a kind word a nice you know pleasant gesture doesn't have to be fancy or elaborate can really make somebody's day and maybe maybe help to turn somebody's life around so Mm -hmm. Debbie I think Bernadette has got a great uh, opportunity here to impact many many lives during this Lent and hopefully beyond.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you, Jerry. And I think it's wonderful that you're going to have the opportunity on a daily basis as you work, Bernadette. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for being a mail carrier. I think your job is the hardest, rain or shine, snow, uh, everything. You guys are out there, you know, bringing us what uh, what we need by way of uh, mail. You also deliver the bills too. I understand that, but you know, you, we have to have that happening to function well and you're doing great. And I just want to say by you going out there, this is a ministry. You're going to change lives because I believe that this particular Lent this year in 2024 is going to be transformative for those that really go deep and it sounds like you're going to do that, Bernadette. So more power to you, and all the prayers are around you.
6: Thank you. I am surely going to try. And I just have to tell you that me and my husband this year, well, this next year, we're going on the good news
1: cruise. Nice. And I can't wait. Very nice. Oh, yeah, you're going to have was... so much fun, huh?
0: That, that just happened here, I think, in the last couple of weeks, didn't it? Um,
1: Is that the next one? Anyway. yes. Yeah. Every... Yeah. Yeah. so we're going next year, and I'm signed up, and it was about
5: full.
0: Oh, wow, I bet it is.
1: Wow. You're going to have to send us pictures and everything.
0: <laughs>
5: okay, we
1: will. <laughs> All
0: right, thanks Bernadette. God bless.
1: That's wonderful. Yeah. I love cruises. I used to love I used to love going on cruises and then the pandemic kind of you know changed that, but yeah. it would be nice to go on a cruise again. Have you ever I been would, on a cruise?
0: Yeah, I've been on a few.
1: Oh, really? Oh, do yeah, you I like
0: them? I went on some with Catholic Answers when I was working there.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Very cool. So where are we going next?
0: Well, let's give out that number, 833-288-3986. How are you preparing for Lent? What do you envision your Lent being like? Are you going to try and incorporate disciplines and practices, not just for Lent, but for a lifetime? What are you doing today? Are you celebrating Valentine's Day today because it falls on Ash Wednesday tomorrow? Let us know your plans, 833-288-3986. Glenda in Texas, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network, is next. Hi, Glenda.
5: Hi, how are y'all today?
0: Doing well. How are you?
5: I'm blessed. I'm Good. doing great. We're having beautiful weather today, even though it was 35 this morning.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, uh, I want to make two comments. Uh, she was saying something about someone to waited 70 minutes to go to, go to confession.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Well, I'm from a huge mega parish, 8,600 members. Wow. And it's nothing on a regular basis to wait. An hour and a half, and then never get in. <laughs> so, anyway, and for Lent, uh, one year, uh, this happened during COVID. I Didn't have a washing machine for three months because I couldn't find one. So I didn't even wash clothes, and I had enough clothes, <clears throat> but I never didn't even have to wash for three months. So I just, so I decided not to buy any brand new clothes, and so and I made it five years without buying brand new clothes. I finally broke down and bought some new things this year. Mm
1: -hmm.
5: But in five years, I didn't buy any brand new clothes for myself.
1: Amazing.
5: And (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was amazing for for myself because usually, you know, when the season changes, you have to get at least one new blouse or something. Right. But I made it five years without buying anything new for myself. So this year, I'm giving up coffee and um, I'm giving up uh, TV except for watching the WTN news.
1: Very cool. Very cool. You're going to have so, to let us know how that goes. I'm a little bit nervous about giving up coffee, Glenda. Can I just share with you uh, privately but in a public setting right now? Um If, sure. I, give, if I give up coffee, I don't know if I'm going to wake up. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't drink coffee for the first 55 years of my life. And uh, I said, well, if I can go the first 55 years of my life, I can surely give up coffee for 40 days. (laughs) That's amazing. Because I didn't drink coffee until I moved up north, and it was cold. That was the only thing free and and Mm -hmm. warm when I went to work. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I finally met somebody like myself, Glenda, because I am 62, and I still have not ever drank a cup of coffee in my life, so... Um, I, I don't know what that is, if it's the taste or some kind of psychological issue or what. I don't know. I just I de- never really enjoyed the taste. But mm-hmm. I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I, my palate is one. I, I like hot things. I like spicy things. I like oh, I richly know. flavored things. So mm-hmm. I'm afraid if I started going like to these you know, Starbucks and these other places that have the, you know, the flavored this and the double pump that and the triple mm-hmm. this and that, I'd be twice a day in the drive-through. So Glenda, I think I'm better off not even getting started. What do you think?
5: You're you're absolutely right because that's what happened to me. Oh, is uh, in that right? Texas, we have, we have this place called Summer Moon, and I'm addicted to it since I yeah. started drinking it, and mm-hmm. so that's why I'm giving it up. I said, okay, I can't come, I can't afford to come here every day.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: because you isn't know, it isn't so it like four to five dollars um, an item? A, a cup
5: of coffee now. If you go to one of those places like Starbucks or Summer mm-hmm. Moon or any of those places, a cup of coffee. If you get the flavor once it'll run you anywhere between five and seven dollars. Wow, mm-hmm.
1: that's a lot. see, and I think that money would be better served going to Catholic media. That's just what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna suggest my husband doesn't go through he likes those gourmet coffees too, and I'm gonna suggest that he he go he goes like one or two times less um a week and give that money to Catholic radio. There you go, Glenda, Thank you for that
5: okay. <laughs> Well, matter of bl- fact, I'm sitting in front of my coffee shop right now. I'm just going to get my last cup. Okay. Today. <laughs> well, savor go.
0: every sip, Glenda. <laughs> okay. Well,
5: y'all have a blessed day. <laughs> have a you great too. Lent.
0: And I uh, hope you don't have to wait two hours to go to confession. But if you have to wait, I'm sure you will because it's that important to you and to so many of us as well. So. Well, you
1: can offer it up. You know, you get prepared ahead of time, mm-hmm. the pre confession uh, preparation which is very beneficial. I had a lot of priests used to say that you should use that time wisely because it actually benefits you um for the infusion of grace, graces. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's you've grown virtue, the virtue of patience. Mm-hmm. Plus it gives you I think sometimes we can all use a little bit more time to do to, to that examination of conscience. Maybe we've already done a good examination of conscience, but standing on that line, the Holy Spirit can point out another sin or two that we may not have thought of that we can That's take true. into confession. So,
1: That's true. All so right. let's hear what Jan has to say in Denver, Colorado, on our friends at Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Jan. Hey, Jemmy and
6: Jerry. I just wanted to share with you when I heard Felicia talking about um, she and her husband doing the 33 Days um, to Eucharistic Glory, I I facilitate a Bible study of women, and I've asked our women to please consider something this season that that, that would help them to spiritually grow in maturity. And then the second part, I've asked them to consider someone who they will reach out to draw back closer to God. And so when I hear about Felicia doing the 33 Days to More Eucharistic Glory, I just completed that, and I think that is the perfect um, type of uh, exercise to, to bring us into a more spiritual maturity over the next, um, you know, 40 days. And one thing I'd like to share with her is that we had our pastor, when we read our consecration, we did it on the um, a Feast of uh, the Presentation of Christ. And so pick a a special day, and um, we read our consecration in front of the sacrament, and our priest blessed us. And I have to tell you, that whole culmination of going through that 30 days and then ending on a a beautiful day with our pastor blessing us, I can't tell you how special that felt. Mm.
0: I can, I, I'm just imagining that mm-hmm. As you're talking, Jan and I mean, it, it almost uh, It makes me think If I was experiencing something like that I would probably tear up When that happened just because, you know, the love that I want to have for the Lord in the Eucharist, I, I can say I have a love for him in the Eucharist, but it can always be it can always be uh, better and, and stronger and deeper. And I can only imagine that doing that consecration would ab- absolutely achieve that, at least to a certain extent. And uh, it's probably a consecration you can redo, like many of them. You can redo the consecration to Jesus through Mary many times, consecration to St. Joseph. So that must have been an amazing and, and a powerful day for you, Jan.
6: Mm-hmm. It really was, it, it, and you just hit it, Jerry. I I was in such awe, and um, I was tearing up. And our pastor, he said such a beautiful prayer over us. That one of the women said, um, wh- "Where'd you get that prayer?" And he said, I, "I just, it just came to me as I was uh, blessing you." And so everything about it, I can't, I can't describe it. It just. It's such a beautiful 33 days that I I cannot tell you, I recommend it to everybody. It is just glorious.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Good word, glorious. Jan, I just wanted to say as Alicia called in and then you followed up with this confirmation to Alicia's uh, call about her and her husband taking on this consecration, as you were speaking, we got several comments coming in saying that they just kept saying, wow, and, and a lot of a lot of emojis saying, this is the best consecration ever. So I just want to thank you for calling in to confirm because that's how the Holy Spirit works. And so you're sharing from your own perspective personal journey and how it transformed your life and then how, what the beautiful, how you remember it. I, we can hear it. it you, you probably can close your eyes and go right back to that time. Uh, incredible. Any final comments for our listeners? Cause people are probably going to Google search this right after we get done with the show.
6: My only final comment is honestly what you all have been saying, you and Jerry is that I'm asking people, you can always give up the chocolate or give up various things. Really think about something that will draw you closer to God. Will chocolate, giving away chocolate, bring you closer to God? I'm asking people, please think of something that will spiritually help you to grow closer to our Lord. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, Jan. And, you know, giving up things is a very, very beautiful thing, but a lot, oftentimes we don't think about taking on things. That's right. And what I mean? You know, taking on more prayer time, maybe adding one weekday a Mass, going to a weekday Mass if you don't go to weekday Mass, or, you know, uh, just things like adding something to your life. Maybe that's going to cost you a little bit, maybe a little bit of an inconvenience time-wise and stuff like that, so... Jan, beautiful phone call. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you made that consecration. Um, real quickly before you go, uh, what what kind of uh, you know kind of time commitment daily are we talking about with this consecration to the Eucharist?
6: When I tell you, because I've done the 33 days um, to other, you know, for Mary and Joseph or whatever, mm-hmm. this is incredibly like maybe five minutes of reading. Okay. That's how I, no more than five minutes of reading. But when I tell you the impactfulness of every single reading makes you want to go back and read it again and again throughout the day. It's that beautiful.
0: Hmm. Fantastic.
1: Fabulous.
0: Yeah, I've already bookmarked that and, and pulled up a tab. I'm going to look into that more after the show. Jan, yeah. thank you so thank very much. Thank you, Jan. You're Have awesome. A blessed thank Lent. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yeah.
1: Wow, that was amazing. See, see why we do this show? So we can learn and grow together. Diane on YouTube, um, I'm going to read the comment right now. And so we're waving to you. Diane says, I hope my Lent will go like this. I have sacred books that I haven't read or finished. And I have a very hard time fasting. I pick and snack all day. So instead of snacking, I'm going to read for Christ. Hmm. Nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. Diane, that's awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. and then one other thing I want to share before we get back to the phones, Jerry, if I may. Call to Communion with Dr. David Anders. What's stopping you from becoming a Catholic? Dr. David Anders has the answers weekday afternoons, 2 Eastern time, and it encores evenings at 11 Eastern on EWTN radio. Please, folks, check it out. That Call to Communion is a very popular show across the network.
0: It is, it is. All right, we're in the home stretch of today's conversation Feasting Before the Fast. Lenten plans you have? Uh, do you have any plans for today to celebrate before you go into the season of uh, Lent, especially because tomorrow's Valentine's Day? Maybe you're bumping Valentine's Day back to today and doing something for the love of your life. Let us know, 833 288 3986. We'll go to Mark, who is in Carroll, Iowa, listening on KYMJ. Hi, Mark.
2: Hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. I'll Anytime. keep it really brief uh, in preparation for Lent. Um, thinking about what i was going to do and it just really wasn't coming to me other than just the usual old things and i just left an adoration hour and it came to me then that i i'm going to live in a continual state of gratitude and giving thanks to our lord for all things Uh, get out of the self-pity party and just be thankful for the many blessings i get received each and every day and all my life
0: wow Now that, Mark, that is something that Mm -hmm. if you, I mean, not if, when, as you uh, develop this practice during the season of Lent, it is almost certainly something that you're going to continue to do. And we ought to all, you know, live Mm -hmm. a life of gratitude. What do they say? An attitude of gratitude. Attitude
1: of gratitude. And, you know,
0: there are so many more blessings that we should be grateful for than we we even typically Mm -hmm. notice or realize or are conscious of in our lives. So, Debbie, I love what Mark's going to do.
1: I do as well, Mark. And I'll tell you why. Jerry and I do a life coaching ministry. It's called Stand Tall. As a matter of fact, folks can find us at standtalltoday.com. We're we're, uh, introducing more coaches every single month. We've got another set of coaches coming on next month. Fabulous uh, coaches. And Mark, we talk about gratitude all the time. So one thing I just want you to be aware of is when you see it, maybe jot it down and write it down so you remember it. You're going to see things that, pretty much are, are, are many miracles that happen in front of you. Because with gratitude, everything kind of expands. You just get to see God in his magnificence. I just got... I can just feel the Holy Spirit when I said that, Mark. So just be ready. But here's the thing: they're gonna, it's gonna come very fast to you as gratitude starts to become a, become part of your daily life, and so you may forget it. So mark it down, and you'll see all these miracle moments, Mark. If you would do that, I think that would that would uh, let it go um, um, way beyond Lent. What do you say to that, Mark?
2: Debbie, I'm chuckling because I just. I'm sitting here in front of my my desktop, and I just print it off. Live in a continual state of gratitude. Give thanks to the Lord for all things, and it's going on my dresser mirror.
1: Nice, <laughs> nice. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I think that is wonderful. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that I, if I can. I'm gonna share that that uh, that Lenten experience with you too. I think that's wonderful. All about gratitude. So I'm grateful to you, Mark, that you called in.
2: Well, I'm grateful for you. Thank you for what you do for all of us with Cavs Radio. You're very
0: welcome. Thank you so much, Mark. Appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a group effort. You know, Debbie and I may be on the air, but we've got our show team, which today is Matt, Ace, and Michael. There's all the folks at EWTN Television and Radio. There's the local affiliates. We always try and go out of our way to thank the affiliates for carrying the program and um, when we talk about almsgiving, Debbie, I know you will not at all disagree with me that a good place to put some of those alms that we give during Lent is to our local Catholic radio station and Absolutely. to EWTN.
1: Absolutely. Please give generously to Catholic TV and radio because it's listener-supported, and we have to keep growing and it's important and we've and we need the support uh all the way around so when your local station comes to you because uh spring pledge drives are coming up please give generously and tell your friends to give as well jerry we just want to go back can we circle back to our first caller john from new york who was talking about his son who's at the um college and and getting um to receive ashes from a from a chapel um Since you're a seminarian, um, why don't you just um, emphasize this for our Catholic uh, listeners right now that when we go to other services, or we, or we um, are invited to observe or go and be part of something that's not Catholic, we are not to partake in any type of communion service or anything of that nature. Do you want to share, because we're getting some comments in, just for us to clarify that?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, just the way you put it is, is pretty right on. I mean, um, there are a lot of things we can do with our uh, separated brothers and sisters because we have so many things in common, and central to that is, God willing, uh, each of us has a, a deep love and and devotion and adoration of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So there are a lot of things we can do together. We can come together, we can pray, we can we can go through the season of Lent together, you know take on Lent and disciplines and practices uh, all together. and then with the uh, the rece- reception of the ashes, like I said, um, Catholic churches often see a, a large number of people who, who come in who are either not regularly practicing their Catholic faith or who may not even be Catholic, but they want to get the ashes, they want to enter into that spirit of Lent with the, the sign of their their um, repentance on their forehead and their mortality and so forth, mem- remembrance of their mortality. Uh, but then again, like, like Debbie said, you know, if it's, if it's a church service and, and the service where it's being held, if they're not in full communion with the Catholic Church, then we cannot receive um, the Holy Eucharist and nor can uh, non-Catholics who are not in communion you know, with us receive communion in our churches either. Uh, we pray uh, that prayer in G, uh, John 17, Jesus' mm-hmm. high priestly prayer, that they may all be one. And I can just see, Debbie, I, I just see it. I don't know if it'll happen in our lifetime. But whenever, whenever, I'm not going to say if, but when it happens, mm-hmm. that the body of Christ all comes together on the face of this planet Earth, it is going to be the most explosive, beautiful, powerful, impactful thing this mm-hmm. earth has ever seen, and it could put an end to so much of the uh, the, Divide, the right? hatred and the the, the grief mm-hmm. and the strife and all of that that's afflicting our land right now in the entire entire world
1: I agree that will be a glorious time, like Jan used that word glorious, I love that word, and the other thing I just wanted to share is that if you are a Catholic and, um, you know, remember that when you go to Mass, um, the venial sins are washed away with several several portions of the Mass, um, like the Confidier and uh, the Kyrie and, and the Lord's Prayer and receiving the Eucharist. Um, but But if you're in the state of mortal sin, if you're not sure what mortal sin is, go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It's written right there. And if you're in a state of mortal sin, please... Please, please don't heap another mortal sin on yourself by receiving the Eucharist unworthily. Please go to confession. Please, just open your heart up and go to confession. It's a healing sacrament and really start, um, lent off in the proper way. We're never going to get anything past God. He sees everything. And so you don't want mortal sin on your soul and, and increase that. So go to confession, clear that, get rid of that, you know, we're, uh, come up with a plan to get rid of uh, those habitual sins and really go deep with God and, and let it be transformative, similar to what all of our callers said, you know, they really, Really want things to feel different and for and go past Lent. It's not just for Lent. Take it into your entire life. That's what I would say. That's what I'm doing.
0: And as we take on these disciplines, especially more prayer, more fasting, more almsgiving, don't be surprised when temptations increase in your life, and you can. Pu- we need to push through those. Temptation is not the same as sin. We can be tempted so much that we get a little bit beat up by it, and, and all of a sudden we start to think, well, I've sinned. No, if it's just temptation, and you haven't given into it, you haven't sinned. But keep in mind, you know, Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, and he went there, it says in Matthew's Gospel, to be tempted by the devil okay so we 're going to we 're going to experience a little bit more of a pushback from the enemy when this happens, but that 's a good sign it 's a good sign if the devil 's leaving you alone that 's not such a good sign so if this during the season of Lent or at any time during the year, if you 're trying to go closer to the Lord it 's going to bring opposition. But do yourself a favor this Lent ask Jesus, take me with you into the desert, Jesus, take me with you for these forty days, be my strength, be my rock. Be my be my source of, of strength and and encouragement during this 40-day season of Lent and mm-hmm. Jesus will take you right by his side and, and together you'll make it a fantastic
1: Lent. and remember when you get out of the 40 days in the, in the desert you're going to be catapulted into a whole new level because that's what Jesus was that's when his ministry started right when he when mm-hmm. when he came out of the desert so be ready for that be ready for an, an infusion of graces an explosion of ministry um, ideas and and creativity and things you want to do to build up the kingdom of god it's a beautiful life you guys it really is and we want you to take on lent in a really strong deep way are you with us amen i say amen amen there you go
0: Hallelujah. i'm with you <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again to michael mccall ace mckay mackabinski who's been on the phones and affiliates thank you for carrying the program take two family boy you did it again each and every day on this show it is your show You guys are great. You guys are great show hosts. I just want to tell you that. Mm -hmm. And we want to pray today to St. Catherine de Ritchie. And tomorrow we are going to talk some more about Ash Wednesday and the beginning of Lent.
1: That's right. So get your ashes, go to Mass, and really tell us all about it tomorrow on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. We'll see you real soon.